Nomad. My name is John Borshoff and I'm the MD of Deep Yellow uh, and it's a company that uh, until just recently it's, had, uh, it's got assets in Namibia and we've always professed since my two year, five year involvement in this company that we had a two pronged growth strategy. One being advancing the, the value of our uh, existing projects through organic growth and the other one was uh, the growth strategy to include sector consolidation and uh, and getting inorganic growth going. Well, and uh, and I'm glad to say we're succeeding. Looks like on both sides. John, lovely to see. You. Thanks for coming back back on the show. Um, anything happening at the moment? <laughs> yes, uh, we we announced we announced a. Uh, a merger with Vimy Resources, which is a, a, a junior that has uh, two nice assets in Australia, uh, one in Western Australia called Mulga Rocks, uh, which has got about 90 million pounds, of which there's about 90 or about 70 or 60 million pounds of reserves. And uh, it's at DFS, uh, finished a DFS, although there's still quite a bit of work to be done. And they've got a, a project in Alligator Rivers, where Ranger is, and it's the, the big tiger elephant country for uranium mines, or yes, uranium potential, and where I've worked in my previous life for 14 years, and we were sort of pioneers in opening up Arnhem Land with access agreements. So that's been a, a big announcement uh, it's, uh, announced on uh, Thursday, 31st of March, and, uh, and on top of that, we've got our organic growth, which is also going very well. It is indeed, but let's stay on the the Vimy um, acquisition or, or, or merger, I should say. Sorry. Um, second go, uh, first time round didn't kind of work. Was that was that a, a timing issue or a disagreement around strategy? I mean, what or, or, or what? Look, I, I think that uh, as you know, Vimy have had a fair bit of disruption and disturbance um, with, with personnel and boards and. Uh, and we uh, maybe came on a bit too strongly and uh, to you know, sort of convince the advantages and that, that in hindsight was a process that took a bit longer to cook. And, uh, and so that announcement was made in November, uh, but we still persisted and um, looks like, I mean, it looks like we, we came out to a, favourable uh, arrangement and the, the merger is doing what I believe it, it's essential uh, in terms of getting a, a new a new expanded deep yellow, uh, which is what the sector needs in terms of you know, what how it has to perform going forward. So it is a good deal. It's, 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 it's you know, I'm, I'm, this isn't going to be a conversation, a conversation about whether or not it's a good deal or not. There's a I would just like to understand some mechanics of it because it's, it's kind of interesting the way these things get put together. So do you think that you've overpaid this time or you've had to overpay because of the process you went through before or was this just a sort of, you know, a baby steps trying to work out where the line was, where you could you thought you could get them over that line? Well, this was unanimously agreed and uh, I believe the market tells the story. And uh, in a merger like this, um, generally speaking, uh, the acquirer share price goes down and the, uh, the acquired goes up to whatever the... Um, whatever the pricing is of, of the uh, scheme of arrangement. 
Well, in this one, which is a very, very rare case, I'm told, uh, deep yellow stock has gone up. And, um, and that means that uh, it is well pitched. Uh, maybe the, uh, the investors can see the bigger picture of what's emerging within a backdrop of a very exciting transitioning uh, uh, uranium nuclear industry and uh, those things are coming together. So the pricing is, um, is, is, is really quite remarkable or the reaction in the market is remarkable, uh, which would say that, you know, I think we've got it just about right. Okay, so if we if we look at your project, the Tumas project, you know, you're working towards the DFS at the end of this year. You're waiting for environmental. Well, you, you need the environmental pro, um, permits in place for that. It, was there a need to do this acquisition now because um, you needed something which was just a little bit more advanced, or is it? Because I'm looking at this thing going. You've got two development projects in your hands here, and it's like, how do you move that forward? Can you do both? Is one going to take, um, you know, take the take the lead, as it were? In which case, which one? I mean, wh wh where do you go from here? Well, we're on on uh, on the tumors, and I have no 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 sort of uh, favourites here. But tumors is going on schedule. It will be completed uh, in sort of late this year, mid mid, mid last uh, last quarter. Uh, the environmental approvals are on schedule. We hope to get them uh, also mid mid uh, this year and uh, so everything is on track there of a completed D dfs in the fullest sense of the word and the thereafter it is the sort of uh, design engineering the feed uh, the detailed engineering that needs to be done which will take about uh, six yeah, six months or so with uh, with the mulga rock um, uh, the vimy people in themselves uh, have said that they will. Uh, they're revising the DFS and incorporating um, some some uh, base metal sort of uh, uh, aspects uh, uh, exploitation in it. And really, the the DFS won't be finished until late this year, maybe early next year. And um, so both projects are tracking about the same. And um, and the uh, and the 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 aspects where we'll be spending uh, money on both sides. So by mid-year, and probably when the when the uh, sales contracts come into into sort of hopefully come to have some bearing, which is only then that you can uh, talk about you know having an investment decision. That I believe, you know, whether whether Tuma starts first or Mulgarock. There's probably about three, six months in them between them. And so it'd be whatever provides the best value to the shareholders and, uh, and, and cognizant of the, the, the issues that, um, uh, in this uh, sort of environmental regulatory, uh, issues that, uh, uh Mulga Rocks is under. Uh, but I think we can, uh, we can manage that very well. In Paladin, I, I developed two projects almost, uh, not concurrently, but, uh, Langer Heinrich. And then uh, two years later, while we're expanding Langer Heinrich, we uh, developed uh, Kayla Kara. And, uh, and that's not, not new to us. And, but I didn't, I didn't do it because oh, we needed uh, uh, a project um, uh, that, that would sort of either replace or do anything with tumours. This is far broader scheme and vision than that sort of uh, 
aspect of, you know, oh, you know, this one's not as good or that one's better. We'll make money from both of them. And the, so the, the whole thing was uh, I've been after, you know, acquisitions for, for three or four years and it's imperative to get this. There's no way you're going to differentiate, differentiate yourself uh, from the sort of single asset uh, companies which have sort of limited uh, sort of opportunity with, uh, with uh, uh, sort of uh, utilities. And now with uh, security and supply issues, um, it's amazing how a good idea uh, always comes up uh, with justifying it. And uh, this diversity of supply, security of supply, add to a story that uh, Deep Yellow has been extolling the virtues of for four years. It's, it's, uh, let me, let me, you know, let me come is, on to that, John, because there's, there's, a, there's a lot of touch points here which are, are really um, I- interesting to me. So let's, let's start with the, let's start with the, um, the, the merger itself. So it's, it, it's headlined as, you know, $658 million uh, merger, right? So y- you're now of a size which kind of, you know, compares to some of the, uh, some of the uh, uranium equities in North America, it's 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 getting there. So you're you're on you're on the map, as it were, or for, more noticeable on the map, I should say. Um, so what do you does that give you access to a different sort of uh, in, investor group? Because I'm trying to I'm coming back to this thing. If you can develop these things almost concurrently, if they're you know if they're within three or six months of each other in terms of developability, you need to fund that right. And given the nature of the uranium sector, where you're looking for term contracts um, to kind of give you the incentive to move forward at, at whatever price um, you think that they, that needs to look like, does that mean the way that these you know de- equity deals get structured are different from say conventional mining in that sense? How do they get put together? Oh, right. So when you First of all, we're not rushing uh, to chase chase our tail to to get into into production. I know what we can do. I know what we can deliver. Utilities know what we can deliver as well, just past our you know, past unique uh, sort of history and performance. So the 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 whole issue is is that uh, in terms of uh, working out the the debt equity sort of structures that will be. Um, I'm fairly convinced that we will take our time and we'll go for, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll try the bank financing, which is a hard road and it's only for, for you know, for, for people that really, I believe, know what they're doing as a full team. And uh, and once, you, once you've sort of cracked that, that sort of access to that sort of funding, um, you, you not only end up with a company that's cleansed for other shareholders to come in because, you know, it, it's, it's a hard one debt. But it's uh, also very much. It's got value. It's got uh, you know. It's, it's not as expensive, and um, so those those elements um, are, are the, the 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 single aspects which we would then run in, not in parallel. These will run two, three, four months. But we've also got utilities uh, looking, and I've not approached any. They're coming sort of hey hey, you know where you're at, and all of that. And, uh, and they're very interested in now uh, seeing a company that has got the potential to deliver over six million pounds in two jurisdictions. And, uh, and, and as we've said before, we're looking from, you know, to go to 10 to 15 million pounds in the decade. And um, 
and and this is something that is highly attractive uh, within the when you look what's available within the stable of of potential developers and the surety and the safe hands we sort of we offer um, we we don't want to give up any any equity on these on these projects uh, we believe that uh, that should be reserved as much as possible for shareholder value and uh, but we will take anything in terms of ideas and, and ways in which to sort of extend our thrust, if you like, if there is really accretive value, even in even in deals in terms of uh, getting uh, projects into production. So I don't think I don't think we will. Uh, we're not alone. You know, people are there at the end of phone, at the end of telephone numbers and email addresses that say, look, we're kicking off now to start a process. Uh, that process will in itself be uh, very geared and, 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 and slow and getting those relationships cemented with real data and information that some of these organisations need. And, uh, and with that, you know, our marketing side is, is strategised within that types of contracts we need, how much we need, and, um, and we're not going to bleat about them uh, uh, all the time. They will, when, they, when they're ready and they come in, uh, it'll all, all sort of come together. Uh, the whole thing of getting a getting a uh, uh, a uh, operation such that you can fund it and then uh, get a, get it operational is more than one bloody contract. You need a myriad of them, and they all need to sort of interface. They all need to uh, um, uh, be meshed such that they don't all fall off at the same time at the end of a period. And uh, and there 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 are all sorts of uh, aspects to that which which, which I think uh, we will we will do and it'll be a, a slow process and uh, they'll be geographically diversified and uh, and also um, you know nationally uh, diversified contracts. It's a real hard job and uh, it's complicated. And, uh, and people that say, oh, yeah, what are you doing? Oh, I've got my guys looking for a contract. Like it's a live thing somewhere in a swamp and uh, trying to hunt it down. Well, it ain't like that. It really is quite, a, a, you know, intricate uh, way in terms of collecting these and having enough there, as I say, to start your project. I think we've talked about this before. And, uh, and on that, uh, you'll have quite a bit of, production that you haven't uh, committed deliberately uh, sometimes because you've got to be betting on upside upside uh, increase in uranium price. You don't want to lock out uh, that chance for shareholders that have stuck by you for such a long time. It's interesting. So, it, I don't know. It's, it's interesting, um, John. Be, be, again, so much to talk about. I, when, when I'm, when I'm like talking to or listening to some of the uranium companies out there and they've been talking to me the last couple of years saying we need uranium at this price the price it is today right and and I and I bring this up I remind them you told me two years ago you needed the price it is today to as an incentive to get into production it's it's here now so when are you getting into production and, and I and I get I get the ah uh, uh, well inflation ah uh, well uh, the market's different. Uh, well, uh, you know, a, a big, big, a bunch of reasons why they they can't do it, and and I think you're starting to address or talk to, talk to some of those points. It's a little bit more complicated than perhaps 
um, the, the sales promotion and bluster uh, would have led us to believe. But I, I, and I don't want to talk about that because I don't, I don't want to get into what, what he said, she said. What I do want to talk about is the utilities, right? Because um, the 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 optics for the utilities of this merger, I, I guess, are apparent. But the the other bit of of, of um, how the utilities read something like this is perhaps there's there's a recognition that there aren't as many development projects going to get into production as perhaps they thought or led led to believe, and in which case that. That causes them a few issues in terms of putting contracts out um, and doing their own version of, of, of layering and meshing. So you're getting you're, you're saying you're getting inbound, but you're not soliciting it. Is there a recognition from utilities that perhaps the the, the, the pounds won't necessarily be there now? Not yet. Okay. And the reason I, I say that is that like those old coal miners that used to send canaries down in the coal mine and uh, everything was okay until the canary dropped off the perch. Um, that that realisation hasn't quite come to the, um, uh, to the utilities, although they're starting to stir a little bit and the, uh, the immense damage done over the past uh, three or four years of this over-promising, over-simplifying, and, and each each company going out there and saying, oh, I'm going to come in at $45, I'm going to come in at 50 It was really patently obvious that, that this was not possible. And uh, even even the the, uh, the mothball projects, and uh, the only one that realistically looks and understands that is more Cameco. And, uh, and even, you know, to say, well, you know, it's going to take me 12 months to get a, a project going. To its full capacity, and one that they've invested heavily in its uh, in its maintenance while it's been mothballed. So it hasn't been as if it's been left alone, sort of a big hulk, and then saying, "Oh hell, we better get this thing shipshape." So the the, the whole uh, aspect of now, um, you know, pe- uh, people being sort of quiet uh, about you know what what they're going to offer. And uh, as you say, the numbers are beyond where where they they were saying uh, they would make their investment decision. Goodness me, you just don't make an investment decision on the froth and bubble of spot price. Although it's a very nice thing, and uh, and I've noticed now that you know uh, uh, term price has been static around the forty five dollars. It's bumped up. Uh, to 55 or 50 I think it is and uh, but it's but it's got to go uh, you know come and talk to me when uh, term price is 65 dollars and people are clambering uh, to 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 lock in and the type of contracts then you, you need at that that's where that's where it's got to be for a sustainable industry so the 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 industry has been um, Brought to its knees in this sort of post Fukushima, where utilities have gone from the cheapest, uh, you know, really riding down the the, the uh, producers, and now they're left with a, a a quite a desolate field where there's not going to be that many that I believe will come to the to the fore. And but the complacency is there with the utilities. Uh, it's still the sputs and the, those of that world that are trying to sort of hold it up and, you know, uh, try and take some minor amount of inventory out of the system. 
But as, as other catalysts come into play, as uh, traditional supply sources come into play, as, as the, uh, the sort of uh, the enrichment capacity uh, uh, reduction that will come into play, as then the, the remaining diminished capacity then has to use more uranium to put out product quickly and maybe increase by 20% production, are all, are all now coming through where the utilities may now start looking and saying, oh, let's, let's look at this real world that's out there and uh, and and where and I, I think that's still three nine months who knows away of uh, of that that happening really you've got to trust that this this will that you cannot get uh, uranium just you know being supplied from these unknown sources of an of a legitimate business that already before our eyes has got 20 odd new reactors have, ha have been declared in the last three months which is phenomenal, and uh, and that needs more uranium in that sort of 2040 period and plus. Um, so the utilities have to come to grips uh, and, uh, as I say, uh, when that is, uh, uh, we just need to build our, our project, our schedules, our, our teams, and that we are a competent, sleeves-up, safe pair of hands uh, group. So, gee, I, want part of, I want an association with that group. Uh, because I can be assured of getting some of my product. Okay, so knowing that, and so it comes back to a slide, a version of an earlier question I asked, which is which is around how you fund this. So you you said this you don't want to dilute shareholders. So doing both at the same time is possible, but you don't want to dilute shareholders. You feel that there's a kind of structured finance which doesn't necessarily include a whole chunk of equity because like obviously at today's price what you know six six hundred and fifty eight million uh dollar merger um the capex would be well you, you know a, a, a fairly size sizable amount going and raising even if it was only forty percent of equity would not be i guess palatable to you or, or shareholders so you feel that if utilities step up recognize where they're at you can get these term contracts at a price which works for you guys. That's that's the moment you will decide how you finance the kind of capex component and the order yeah, of play. And how it, yes. Right. Okay. Yes. Understood. There will be, and there will be equity. I mean, you know, I, I went uh, uh, a paladin more on the debt side and uh, and kept the equity, and I think that that was wrong. I think uh, the shared responsibility of growth between the shareholder equity and uh, and and Hopefully, done at share prices that are less dilutive to the uh, to the shareholder on an accretive on accretive projects, and then balancing that out with debt structures beside it on good contracts that can service that. While there's plenty of inventory there to capitalise on the upside, is is the sort of plan uh, which we are going to articulate internally now uh, uh, as we're getting closer. And we'll have a plan with, without it before we even go out, of course, into into any market, uh, be it for finance or uh, or contracts and uh, and all of that. Just let let them let them know what we're at. Let them know what is this new, exciting, emerging uh, uranium uh, uh, player of scale that's coming into the business and what it offers and what it can do. Uh, let that let that sink in. And I've found that. Uh, markets take a, a lot of explaining 
to get that through into their uh, heads, apart from, you know, retail guys who, who can get it pretty quickly. But uh, the bigger groups, I think institutions will will start getting it. And you, you mentioned how how will that how will this scale uh, make a, a different? We'll get into a different index. We'll get into uh, a size where people say and uh, institutions come in. Geez, I can set up in this group. This is this is worth my time. Uh, where where we're going? And uh, and having having said, look, we will we we have stuck. And consistent to our strategy, we've, we've done phenomenally well on the organic, and we will do and we'll continue to do that, and also on the on on the Vimy assets as well. Uh, so that part, but but getting into uh, uh, other opportunities, and the, and what that allows the, the company, and what it what it allow what it gives the, the chance for the shareholders, is mind boggling. It, it is, yeah. and and. It, and our credibility to do this, the big thing is not only that we got this, but they can say, God, this team has actually said what it will do. And it's taken a bit longer on one side, but it's bloody all done it. And nobody else has done it for 12 years in terms of a, a good sector consolidation. So, so again, following up from conversations we've had in the past and, and, and with other people in the Uranus space that, that his opinions I value, it it's quite clear there is a need for consolidation in this space, and you've got you've got a couple of companies in in the US trying um, to to do that. Is this the first of of many, or is this the first of or, or, of, of more M and A from you? Um, because you you feel that. <laughs> This this baby is quite interesting, as you say, because it gives you a size and a scale to get noticed by by you know deeper pockets. Um, potentially, it also says you could do something, do you know, uh, an additional listing elsewhere in, in the world to access other money um, too. And you've got two development projects at DFS stage by end of this year, um, so that gives you credibility. But it's not necessarily credibility to go and raise money for just the capex component. I'm, I'm wondering what does it do for you in terms of accessing capital for M and A? Um, should you choose to go down that track, more M and A? Yes, look, I won't go down into where 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 my vision is, is going, but uh, people have got to say, I, I think this bloke knows knows what he's doing and he's, he's, he's that plan and, and and beyond what you can see to the horizon. And some of those reasons uh, why that is, and people saying, "Oh, you know, oh, well, so you should, we should concentrate on this or that." Believe me, some of these uh, uh, things that that we have in mind are astounding, outstanding. If we can achieve uh, some of those, so it is worthwhile. There is a board that will uh, that will uh, you know uh, decide on these things on their merits. So it's not going to be just a, you know out there do 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 what you will, but our growth strategy in that has got two or three vectors, and so and one of those vectors people don't even don't even appreciate uh, where where that can take, and that's that's a little bit down down the track. But our 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 vision for growth, including uh, tumors and mulga rock, and then those other things is is profound. And and the uh, and and it's to make a true uh, sort of tier one uh, producer with flexibility, diversity of supply, 
and attractive, making it attractive to uh, uh, to groups way beyond just the um, you know the single idea of you know let's sell some product to one utility, and uh, so that's you've got to understand the market, you've got to understand what 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 it is, how it's going to go in the future, what type of complexion these companies need to have, what they need to be and how they need to uh, set themselves up uh, to be a major producer out to 2050. And those formative years are now in the next two or three. And, uh, and so, yes, we have to do a few things in parallel, but I can assure you that there will be no dilution of value to any shareholder as we approach uh, this business. Okay. So, and, uh, so you're still thinking big. There is a vision. You're not going to be. Yeah, we can't be clear at the moment with us what that is. Okay, appreciate that. So let's go. The, let's go to the other side of the room and back into Western Australia, Mulga Rock, and, and later Alligator River. Western Australian politicians um, have not made it easy for Vimy thus thus far, um, and or, or maybe a little bit of blame should be attributed to the company too in terms of the way they've gone about it. But it, do you think that you can? operate in that environment what are you encouraged by why would you go for a western australian project given how the the, the politics of it to date so what uh, vimy have have achieved remarkably is they've got uh, a project which is approved which has got a, a, a certain uh, 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 guidelines within which it needs to operate and as long as it does those things its project is alive and available for development. And that is a really good framework to have. So then, then you look at the issues are the, uh, you know, environmental, um, the, uh, the local, you know, the indigenous uh, uh, relationships and the anti-nuclear people. The anti-nukes, they, they're part of, you know, you've got to deal with it. They're getting more and more out of, out of vogue and fashion and and the and and yet they they load everything onto every other thing, and they bring every bit of dirty play to try and uh, uh, spoil the the operation of uranium operation. So yes, there will be some headwinds on that. But we've we you know and when you look at our board and who who is in that, when you look at the the uh, the, the technical team which has got no peer in term, and its and its management. Um, these groups are now more fearful that this project will happen and you'll find they'll go for the man a little bit more because that is a threat. There's a gravitas about where this project is now. And uh, so, look, I, I think it's, it can work uh, within the framework that even though the government is, uh, is not pro-uranium, they have given the chance with very clearly defined criteria how this project can go to development. That's all you need. And the rest is up to the, the ability of the teams and the company and its philosophy, culture, and all of that in terms of, of making that effective. So, so, so all, all you want is a framework from the politicians and say, if we meet this framework with these guidelines, you will not get in our way. Because the other thing I think politicians are, are fearful of is rising prices, cost of energy across the world is, is, is soaring. And, um, you know, we're feeling it here in Europe 
Um, and, and I guess Western Australia is no different. There, I, saw, I saw a, um, a petition, um, an Aussie petition, basically saying, could, you, could we remove the law restricting the use of nuclear in Australia? I thought, I th- I thought that, that was an interesting, I should say, change of, of, sorry, slight change of narrative from a sort of lot of anti uh, or activist activity through yeah. to something the other side actually waking up and going, well, actually, no, we 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 do want it. Um, that, that, so that, that's interesting to you. Um, just just on the um, so so what you will you, you will continue the discussions and and, and sorry, who's there? You're the you're going to be the MD. Um, who are the other people who are actually and, and what are they actually doing in terms of this new formed merger company? Well, we've got two two directors coming in from Vimy and four four directors from Decalo. Got it. Okay. Who does uh, what? And the, well, basically, uh, the, the one of them is uh, a, a Ned, a, you know, a independent director, and uh, so that he, he they don't do anything active in the sense of in the field. And uh, uh, Stephen Michael, he's coming in as an executive director. He'll be uh, very much involved in the integration and uh, and certainly uh, ensuring. The continuity is not lost in terms of those understandings and appreciations from government, and that we're adhering to that and not jeopardising any of the any of the process. He's a non-technical guy, and uh, and and we've got enough uh, around there. Our board needs to grow beyond that as we get larger, as we need to accept new challenges uh, and and all of that sort of. Then the board is a is a very um, uh, an alive uh, sort of organism that that needs to be uh, uh, suitable to, to the time at which it uh, evolves to so that the management is uh, is is in place um, there aren't too many coming in from Vimy uh, but though we we gladly uh, want them on because we just can't get enough good people and uh, and our, our, our aim is that they assimilate feel feel comfortable and safe in where we're at and that, there, that there's no us and them and all of those aspects that, that need to be nurtured. So when, when you're looking at this, this whole period, uh, we've got a, a, a sort of a, a three-month courtship now, you know, it was like the engagement with the scheme of arrangement and, uh, and, and there's a whole legalistic process, um, independent experts' reports and things that have to be done. And meanwhile, um, the... Uh, uh, the, the Vimy shareholders uh, need, need to be convinced that they this is a very good deal for them and I'll be helping out wherever I can to ensure that message is that comes across uh, working hand in hand with uh, Stephen Michael who's the current MD of, of Vimy and uh, so that that is a is, is is a whole whole process in terms of our sort of other uh, expansion ideas. There'll be nothing sort of happening in the next uh, three months because there's a lot to do now and there's a lot to sort of uh, get correct and get it all all, all working. Although that we're, we're sort of joined at the hip a little bit, but not fully uh, uh, as one. And, uh, but there is sort of, there'll be sort of committees that make sure that uh, things are Supportive of, of activities that will happen post post uh, uh, January, uh, July, and uh, but meanwhile recognizing that the two companies are still two independent companies with their own sort of uh, confidentialities, etc. 
and, uh, and and respecting that. But there is a way in which that should must be nurtured and that has priority uh, in the next uh, few months. Do you think the, obviously, of global events at the moment, um, Ukraine, Russia, sanctions, all of this kind of um, conversation out there, do you, do you think, has that affected the... The, the, the way that the uranium juniors are gonna you know get funded going forward because they, they, they obviously we, you know there's a I think the US is trying to debate whether or not it um, totally uh, rejects all Russian um, enriched uranium um, the way the way that it may choose to deal with countries associated with with Russia in the shape of Kazakhstan it, it's, it's getting quite messy. And then you've got the, you've got this sort of China, this huge Chinese infrastructure being built out for you know another whatever it is forty five um, you know, reactors. Um, but the fact that they're closing up to Russia um, d- does that allow them to have conversations with guys like you? You know, do you, do you feel any sort of sensitivities around this? Having to pick a side, I guess, is what I'm asking. Or is it just you know get uh, down on business as usual? Well, well, I think that um, the only thing you can say with any certainty is that uh, what's happening and what has happened uh, will will have profound changes, I think, as I've said before, generationally. And uh, the supply sources and how they work, whether whether the world ends up in two blocks or not, uh, but energy, energy uh, security, and all of those, uh, there's always been sort of cross-border, uh, 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 sort of, or cross even ideological uh, boundaries. I mean, uh, it's it's always sort of happened. I don't think uh, it, it is a case of uh, just saying, "Oh, you know, uh, play play it from both sides." Um, I mean, you've got now India, who's made this uh, absolutely visionary. And, 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 and a huge implication with Australia, a free trade agreement. And that free trade agreement, you can be rest assured, is not only for uh, 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 just normal commodities, but also for energy, gas and, and, and uranium, no doubt. And yet, and yet India is also connected in its uh, traditional supply to Kazakhstan and, and all of that side. These are, this will be, you know, probably the third largest economy in the world, and the the entering into this, uh, you know, into this trade agreement, which is just only announced one week, half a week ago. But they were they were working on this six months ago, so nothing happens because oh well, there's the Ukrainian war. Let's let's go out on Thursday night and and, and knock out a trade agreement. These these elements come in. Uh, Sometimes, uh, you know, events like what has happened uh, makes uh, sort of receivers of products uh, more aware of the vulnerability that they have. And so that has to diminish, not eliminate, but then you can't rely. And the Germans, bless their hearts, uh, are now starting to realise that, that wacko, I mean, talking about profound changes, even though it won't happen, even the German or some of the more intelligent ones are saying, we, we need to keep keep on, you know, keep these three reactors we've got because we just desperately need them. 
Well, to, to have those words even uttered four months ago was, it was uh, impossible to even conceive. But people change, change their attitude when somebody's got them around their nuts and starting to screw them and then they say, yes, I've got to react to, to, to have energy in my, in my country, electricity, and because once that electricity gets affected, I'll tell you, those governments won't be there very much longer. So they're the profound changes that are happening and you can only look at how your strategy and your vision for how you are in your own sector, how that can be uh, sort of capitalised upon. My, what I've been saying for years has always been for outcomes like this, maybe not that one or the other one, but there's a preparedness there and that strategy would, would uh, it has to be anyway when you look at, you know, companies like Rio disappearing and big sort of multi-sort multi of uh, operational uranium operations gone and there's vacuum there and you can't have those vacuums filled by, as I say, single single asset uh, uh, companies. Um, you need you need companies that can build asset bases that go out to 2040, and uh, and not sort of have a contract and then wonder what's going to happen after after 10 years or so. So it's not actually just predicting. So, oh yeah, my strategy. Oh look, that's happened and now I'll change it a little bit. You don't have to change it very much when it's when it's built for a for a. A commodity that's been, you know, absolutely in in the doldrums. It's been sedentary. It's 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 ragged. It, it it's not exercised, and people are starting virtually a standing start. And a lot of pontificating going on, and that pontification has to now come to some sort of reality. There's some going to fall off the perch on that as they as it becomes obvious. It's not possible uh, that 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 cheap talk uh, because it gets serious now. This these utilities need product, not just saying, oh, yeah, I can do it, and OPEXs and, and, uh, and, and CAPEXs that just don't, don't, don't mesh. It's almost, it's, it's just irresponsible. It's so serious that you've got to be able to deliver what, you, what your mouth is talking today, your, your hands and your people have to deliver in four years' time in, in real sense. So it's getting it's getting serious, and uh, and I think that uh, what I'd like to say is the reason why our our share price is going up, and uh, and as I say to, to to my guys and women, that each time we achieve the attributes of the company that I've been talking so long about start uh, start illuminating. You say, oh God, that's that's yeah, that's why that's why. Uh, People were hiring people in that didn't need and didn't seem to need and, and building that sort of core group that will be the engine room of, of the future and its growth and what it, it can do. So it is a bit complicated and it's not as easy as just having a strategy, like having a contract. And, uh, and these, these are uh, a little bit more complicated than just the eight letters that make the word strategy up. Yeah, I, no, I, I agree with you. I, I, you brought a smile to my face when you are talking about Germany and just remembering back to, I think, last week when the economy minister asked of, of Germany asked people to start using a little bit less uh, less energy. It would be really helpful. 
because our strategy just isn't quite working on, on that front. Um, but here's, here's a bit I want to get to um, and try and understand, which is, okay, the, the, the merger number, $658 million merger, I've mentioned it a few times here, but the, the collective production uh, as mooted by both companies is about six and a half, maybe to eight million pounds, right, per year. That's sizable. And I, what I'm trying to work out is when I compare you to some of the, say, North American either form producers or developers talking about half a million to a million pounds a year, obviously you're, you're noticeably, sizably um, bigger than them. But their valuations, you know, in a couple of instances, dwarf yours or equitable to, to yours. So are you undervalued or are they overvalued? And if they're overvalued, <clears throat> what do they need to do? Because they, they need, they'll need to come up with some fantastic pricing to kind of backfill the current valuation or cross fingers, find someone to, you know, acquire them so that we, to achieve a few things. One, um, fulfill that valuation or, and two, ensure that they don't actually have to go through the trials and tribulations of get, actually getting into production. So th th that seems quite quite complicated set of questions and, and, and answers that need to be discussed. And then there's the other bit, which is your, your, the, the merged value. Um, you know, so CEO, you meant to tell me that you're undervalued, but what's the kind of, what's the reality in terms of that, the, the, the balance there? Are they overvalued? Are you undervalued? Or is it some combination of both? Well, the big, the big, uh, um, um, without sort of judging that, which I, I will in a minute, but uh, the North American uh, companies are valued at a significantly higher amount than the uh, Australian asset. So in that, in that sense, there is still accrued value. Uh, there's a still hidden value in the Australian stocks. If you say then that we're undervalued, we, not just the yellow, but the Australian and the North Americans are overvalued. I think I think there is a bit of uh, there's more overvaluation in the North America, and and that's something that they have to live with because that's very hard to. Uh, it's got to be some hard hard lessons there to learn uh, when when you work it out that you know at uh, two million pounds you need one hundred and twenty dollars a pound uh, to 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 realise the. Big market pack caps can be a curse if you don't balance where, what you can produce, what your upside is, what you can deliver in the future, and not just going there, you know, promoting, harping, you know, getting the, uh, the, the drums out and the bells and the, the cymbals and trying to crank up the company, which is great. I think that's a commendable uh, sort of uh, attitude. But you, you, in the end, you've got to deliver something. And these companies that are in that category now are not there. There are some just accumulators of resources. They'll never pretend that they'll be developers and people are just following the, you know, so many million pounds and an EV of this, this is the value that somehow it comes out. So I would say in summary that the, that there is upside. If you want to be bet each way, probably the value somewhere in between North America and Australia. There's some Australian ones that are probably overvalued as well. And uh, and that's something that, you know, those guys have got to sleep to because the very moment they put out a DFS to produce, the light clicks on and to say, ah, 
everybody can work out those numbers. And it's then unless you've got upside, you've got pipeline, you've got a completely other other dimension and X factors in your company, it can't just sit on on uh, on on that production on a on a, on one project. So these are these are aspects as well um, in terms of growing, in terms of uh, pounds in the ground, uh, in terms of pounds out off out out of the ground. Um, is 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 really how how you need to um, look at your future activities and make sure that your company doesn't run out of of legs, having achieved one aspect of your desire, which is share price, but not achieving the other, which is how to sustain that share price and get a pretty value coming through. Doesn't that make it difficult so, for you, John? Doesn't that make it difficult or for, for companies like you? And, and like I say, you, you, you're saying, I, I can't tell you the vision and strategy yet, um, but let, let's say in, in a hypo, hypothetical situation, you're looking to acquire more pounds on the ground elsewhere in the world. The, a lot of the, you're saying some Australian companies are overvalued. You're saying the North American ones are in relation in, in comparison to some the, the Aussies um, doesn't make it harder for M&A because you're not going to strive in there and say I'll tell you what I'll pay you full market value as as defined by um, the, the, the exchange that you're on at the moment because you want to value the pounds you know you'll have a price in, in, in your mind for that so doesn't that reduce the kind of the the field of play for you it says there's not that many companies that you say well actually it meets all of our criteria, and if we can if we can come up with uh, a number together, this this could be a really good deal for all shareholders. Because backfilling that's not your job. You, you don't want to overpay. No, and uh, people would have thought that companies have gone up in value uh, five times uh, since we've uh, started, uh, and there's still value in terms of the Vimy uh, DPLO uh, deal. Aha! How did that happen? So they'll they'll still, and I'm not going to go into this area. I'm not giving giving any clue in terms of the ideas that we have uh, in terms of how we will answer to your question and, uh, and, and in, in what way we can uh, do something. And some of it will be quite novel. And uh, But it allows us to be novel because when we come and talk some novel ideas to some uh, people, they can tell that there's a competency in the group and it's not just, you know, yeah, I've never done this before, but now I'm going to do something else and I'll, I'll, I'll deliver a mind that I've never I've never built before and I'm going to deliver a strategy for something that is suitable for the future that uh, that you must you must have an idea of what the look of the sector is going to be and ha- and what you want to create within that sector that gives value uh, as against its uh, your, your competitors and and their big pictures that you need to then put the detail in, into it. And, and I'd like to think that that's the, the path in our growth that we go in terms of you know, increasing, organically growing uh, our, our company uh, with real assets that will produce and are not just blowing hot air around uh, and that we can build uh, uh, our upside uh, assets like Alligator and Omahola and put huge upside and more resources, which we're capable of doing. So we've got internal pipelines, and then on the on the outside, uh, there's some you know some strategic things we we could do, and and we'll only do it if it fits the deep yellow growth model. 
and uh, uh, you know it does, it's not something that we're uh, absolutely hypnotized by but I think there are great opportunities to make something completely different and uh, much needed in the in the sort of uranium sector well yeah uh, I have a few I have a few a few thoughts on where where, where that might go <clears throat> but that's why I asked you in the context of what's going on globally in terms of um the full supply chain you know there's there is now this kind of east west divide there is seems to be two blocks and 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 two well the playground has divided in two right and um one side has got more skills than the other at, at the moment and i and i just i just wonder what the opportunities are and available capital um, potentially available to to fill in some of the blanks, um, so like, I, I won't I won't push you anymore. You, when you, you'll tell me when you're ready, and, that, and that's fine by me. Um, so, should we, I think let's leave it there, right? We came on to talk about Vimy. We've gone a little bit further afield okay. than that. Um, I, I'm sort of um, in, intrigued as to how some of the companies who have been say, talking a good game and now at the point where they've got to start delivering. Um, you know where where they go from this point, and do, do the chinks in the armor or do the, the cracks start uh, uh, appearing as they get closer to actually having to put a you know a full study forward with the economics in place, and you know how people interpret that. So in interesting times for sure, John. Um, appreciate you coming on. Um, I, I've learned a lot as usual uh, from this conversation. Um, so we'll, we'll see you soon. And, um, so when, when does this thing get over the line? We're talking June, July time for July, July, yeah, mid July, maybe. Yeah. It, it's, it, yeah. Plus or minus a couple of weeks. Okay. And in the meantime, all the organic growth is uh, cracking on as well. And, in, in, in Namibia, um, we'll see you soon. Thank you. We'll do it. And, uh, I think every time we'll talk, we'll be another, another sort of, uh, Vista will open up. Thank you very much.